Welcome to the Happiness Hunter podcast. I'm your host, Fiona Redding. This show will help you navigate life and transform your approach to business with inspiring and practical strategies, tools, and insights to teach you how to shift your mindset and achieve life integration to show up fully in every area of your life today. Hey, and welcome back to this episode of the podcast. So today I want to do an episode on the benefits of walking because I love walking and walking has been such a integral part of the Happiness Hunter when we had the Happiness Hunter walks, which I've talked about on a previous episode, which will be coming back again at some point in the future. I have absolutely no doubt about that, exactly how that's going to look like. I'm not quite sure yet, but I do know that the walks and building part of that walking community is definitely part of the bigger the bigger vision, for, shall we say, for the happiness hunter. But anyway, so today I wanted to do a episode about walking because the benefits of walking are very, very overlooked and underrated. And I think we can dismiss it often for its simplicity. Like we think, oh, it's too simple that a walk could be that beneficial. I need to overcomplicate it. I need to make my exercise more of a big deal. I need to make it, um, if it's if it if it's that simple, it can't be necessarily good for me. And nothing could be further from the truth than that. So I used to walk a lot, like I used to exercise a lot, ride my bike to work and walk to work before I had kids. Uh, And then when I had my kids, I used to push them in the pram quite a lot. So I'd walk a lot with the kids. And then when they started at creche and I was back at work again, the walking dropped off a little bit for me and I, I did notice a really big difference. But what I also noticed was during that time, I put on quite a lot of weight and I was really feeling quite anxious and depressed. And so I started walking for two simple reasons, like really simple reasons where I decided that I was going to incorporate more walking into my life because I wanted to feel better and because I wanted to lose weight. But the funny thing about that was the reason my like my excuses and the reasons for not walking was that I felt tired and sluggish and I lacked the energy and I couldn't be bothered. So it took a stick to get me moving. And I, when I was about 32, I can't even remember exactly how old I was, but I went to the doctor for a checkup or something and I was quite overweight and I was really unhealthy. Like I I just look back now and I think I must've really looked quite unhealthy. You know, I was overweight, but I was not feeling very good in myself. So I don't think, you know, energetically, vibrantly, I would have looked great anyway. But my doctor actually referred to me as obese. And I just remember just feeling so sick and ashamed because I couldn't believe that I'd allowed it to get to a point where I was referred to as obese. Like it wasn't how I identified. It wasn't how I thought about myself. I mean, I was very aware of it when I looked in the mirror, which I didn't do very often, but I was very aware of it when I looked in the mirror. So it was kind of that when the doctor said to me, you know, I'm going to have to refer you for some blood tests just to make sure everything's okay. It was a real wake up call for me. So between not being able to get to the gym, time constraints, I had two very, very little children. We had a lot of money stuff going on as well. Walking was actually the easiest and most comfortable option. Uh, And because I had that past history and reference point where I had walked and it had been easily incorporated into my life. So I kind of had already a little bit of muscle memory around that. 
However, the benefits were almost instantaneous and this was namely due to some kind of elements which I had not considered previously as part of this equation. So the first one was really about getting outside. There's something that happens when we move our bodies outside in nature. It it is when we are in nature that we go beyond what we think and we can really start to feel and connect our role in being part of something that is bigger than us. There's a reason beyond explanation that we feel energized when we are out in nature. You know how you feel when you're by the sea or you're in the mountains near a river or under trees? Like it's it's beyond understanding, but we feel better. So when we are outside in nature, we're going to feel better. So if we can be outside and walking in nature, and even if you're walking around your local suburb, you can still be in nature and allow yourself to feel part of nature by looking at the trees, listening to the birds, being aware of the flowers that are growing, you know, observing the different gardens in the neighbor's houses as you're walking past them. So you can still feel like you are outside and in nature, even in your direct local environment, which is right outside of your front door. So walking is a movement and movement creates energy and momentum. So when I first started, I thought I didn't have the fitness or the energy levels. You know, I just was feeling really yuck and I my diet wasn't great either. So I wasn't kind of fueling or energizing my body properly. But what surprised me was that as unmotivated and lack of lacking in energy as that I was, the walking started to expose an untapped energy within me that I had not previously been aware of. And this just goes to show that we have more to us than we think, but we need to move to access it. So when we are sitting still and stagnated, we're not allowing ourselves to tap into that kind of energetic source that is within us. So movement is the key to unlocking this energy within us and walking is a great, simple way to move. Walking improved my outlook and my attitude I expected to start feeling better from walking, like that was a given. Like I knew that there would I would start to feel better. But what I didn't realize was that in the absence of my negative attitude and bleak outlook, not only did new and inspired ideas fill this space, but I started and I began to feel this connection with my inner guidance and intuition. And you know, it was really a magical moment in recognizing the difference between an idea and intuition. So intuition presented itself as a thought with absolute certainty and strength of direction. It was like receiving clear and concise advice from someone I completely trusted. The Happiness Hunter, the creation of this business, so much of the ideas and the approaches that I should take and the ways that I have doing things have come when I have been out walking and obviously the walking coupled with the meditation and I've talked about this a lot you know the movement and the stillness both of those things are important so what happens when we're allowing ourselves giving ourselves the time to walk and to kind of process ideas and to think about things and to allow ourselves to kind of clear our minds we are opening ourselves up to accessing information that when we are all cluttered and busy and overwhelmed in our mind and in our thinking, we can't access. So when we're walking, it's almost like, this is what I talk about when you know I'm walking with my clients or when the happiness hunter walks, it's like we're walking and as we're talking or as we're thinking or as we're processing things, all of the clutter gets left on the path behind us and we just keep walking forward through it. So like, you know, when, when we are disconnected or we're stagnated or we're unaware of our intuition, it is still there, 
but it often presents as a whisper, like it's a little voice suggesting something, making it easy to ignore or to doubt its validity because we're so busy in our thinking and what's going on that we think is going on in our present reality that we are ignoring these little nudges and these little voices, this little suggestion in our mind to do something or to try something that we ignore it because we can't, we don't believe it and we're not open to it. We're not receptive to it. But even in a state of disconnection from our intuition, these whispers can and often do turn into the proverbial smack around the head to force us into action. But And what happens is that our survival kicks in, instinct kicks in stronger over and above the mind chatter that keeps us in doubt. So what happens is that eventually, if we don't listen to this this inner voice, this inner guidance, it's going to come at us in a way that might not be as pleasant as we might like. So what happens when we're creating the space and the opportunity in our lives for our, to connect into our intuition through things like meditation and definitely through things like walking? We are... It's almost like we, we are making it life easier for ourselves because we're not going to have to kind of, you know, really get knocked on our backside to get the lesson to listen to what we are meant to be doing or how we're meant to be doing it. That that idea of then walking and allowing myself to, you know, really check in, you know, is this just an idea that I'm kind of going off on a tangent or is this, does this, what I'm thinking about, does it does it resonate more deeply for me? that it really feels like something that I need to be doing, that my path that I need to be following. And this was a really unexpected benefit of walking for me. you know. And just alone and of itself, this was enough of a reason to keep on walking. Just these benefits, you know, just really that feeling of connectedness within myself, to myself and to my higher guidance, if you want to, if you want to call that, that was enough to keep me going. Like I really felt the benefits from it. But sometimes... You know, we do need a little bit more convincing and that's what I want to share with you today, okay? So countless studies have proven that walking boosts creative inspiration. So one of the best ways to become unstuck or to find a new perspective on a problem or idea is to go for a walk. According to a Stanford study, a person's creative output increased by a whopping 60% when out walking. There is something that happens when we are moving and it's like everything within us is connecting. So physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it's like that full mind, body, spirit connection. And when we are balanced like that and allowing ourselves to be balanced and allowing the energy to flow, we are opening ourselves up to a completely different level of creativity. So it's not just about the physical benefits. And that's what I really want to, you know, convey in this episode it is not just about the physical benefits the 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 benefits from walking are profound it is good for you physically so there are many many studies to support this walking has been proven to lower mortality it's good for your heart it can reduce the likelihood of developing type 2 diabetes and it has been proven to have an impact on various other chronic diseases it is so good for us physically walking. It's low impact. It um, It's accessible for any level of fitness. It doesn't require any special equipment. You can go at your own pace. You can determine how long you want to walk for. You can determine what time of the day you want to do it. You're not reliant on a class. You're not reliant on a location. You're not reliant on weather. If it is raining, you can still walk. You just put on a rain jacket. Walking makes you feel good. It's good for our mental and emotional health. All of the research findings 
agree that walking relieves symptoms of depression and anxiety, resulting in an improved quality of life. For example, walking has been shown to reduce physical symptoms of anxiety associated with minor stress, increase self-reported energy levels, improve sleep quality, elevate effective response, e.g. pleasure, resulting in increased psychological well-being for individuals with type 2 diabetes. It's been associated with better cognitive performance and help improve your memory. So what I want you to have a think about today is, do you walk? Do you walk enough? Could you increase your walking? Are you finding that you are feeling sluggish, lacking in energy, and you can't be bothered going for a walk? And if you are, the solution to that, as difficult as it might appear on the surface, is to literally just get up and go for a walk. If you are thinking about going for a walk, just put on your runners and get outside and go for a walk. Don't put off, don't think, oh, I want to go for a walk today, I'll do it later. The earlier in the day you can go for a walk, the better outcomes and the better experience you're going to have for the rest of your day because it gets your energy moving and it sets you up for the day to kind of move forth into the day with your energy moving. So in an ideal world, we're going to be walking 10,000 steps a day and it might take you some time to work up to this and that's okay. The, The goal is if you set yourself a goal, you just want to set yourself a daily goal of how many steps you want to do and then you want to do it every day. So it doesn't really matter what those steps are. Like I have a daily goal of 10,000 steps a day. Most days I will exceed that. Some days I will just get 10,000 steps or just slightly over. We need to be tracking it. I would really encourage you off the back of this episode, if you haven't already, to set yourself a daily walking target, a daily number of steps that you can do. And you can still do other activity on top of this, but it's an amazingly good practice to get into the practice of becoming a walker. It makes such an incredible and profound difference to the experience of your life. And I'm speaking there from my own experience and from the experience of the hundreds of people that came on the Happiness Hunter Walks over the years, the the clients that I work with, you know, often I'll do coaching with my clients. We'll be going for a walk and doing coaching at the same time. And the the experience for both of us as the coach and the coachee through that, through t- walking and talking is quite amazing. So I'd really like you to have a think about setting yourself a daily target for how many steps you're going to do every day and then track it. So the key really here is to tracking. You can do that through an app or you can do it on your phone, or you can do it on your Fitbit. But, you know, set yourself a target and give yourself the time and space and make it a priority to make it happen. Because if you can create the space for a walk, and I know you're very busy schedule, but if you can make the time and space for a walk, you're going to find that your energy levels increase, your productivity increases, your sense of well-being increases, you'll, you'll experience health benefits, physical health benefits as well. You, you'll be really surprised if you're not already walking. And if you are already walking, you know what I'm talking about. So keep going with it and maybe look at seeing if you can increase your daily step count. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed this episode. I will look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe through your favorite podcatcher so you don't miss a future episode. And please feel free to leave a rating or a review. 